So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. This episode is brought to you by the Crisp Copy Class, part course, part community, all class. Join smart, funny, brilliant businesswomen, including me and Anu, and learn to write your own website and email copy with style. Find out more at crispcopy.com.au. Now, today we're talking about a word that you might not naturally associate with being in business. Hustle, grind, smarts, all the little preneurs. But this word probably wouldn't make the top 20 list in anyone's how to entrepreneur ideal. But Anu Sahani has built in this concept as one of the non-negotiable beating hearts of her business. Today, we're talking kindness with Anu, owner of ethical jewellery brand Bedelia. Anu, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome. Tell us all about what you love about walking the talk and building a business in the world with this kindness concept. What does it mean to you? Um, hi, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Um, I think kindness is a non-negotiable and it should be for anyone in business or in the world um, because when you lead with kindness, you'll get that back in return, whether it's in terms of earning money or earning reputation or having a good rep. When you service a customer, you do it with kindness. I think, um, I, think I get a lot of messages once people have received these, these little boxes of jewelry that I send and even without opening the jewelry, they'll be like, oh my God, that was the most beautiful packaging. And I think it's not because there's love and care. It's because I transfer the kindness through the box. I know that's a bit woo, but it's true. I always do everything with kindness. Oh my, that's with- why you're so adorable. <laughs> Everybody just loves you. Everybody that I've ever met is like, oh, have you met Anu? And I'm like, yes. She's like this little bubble of delicious deliciousness, like wandering around in the world, making people's lives happier. But you really, you have this lovely business where you just, you just bring this insane moment of joy to people, which, you know, kind of suits you down to the ground. Yeah. I think, but I also think it comes because I do it with kindness. And I think it's not just the front end of the business. It's also how I deal with my artisans and um, pretty much everybody I deal with on the back end, whether it's the guy I'm buying boxes from or whether I'm getting my stickers printed from or (laughs) the actual artisans that make my jewelry. Um, I deal with them with the same kindness, with the same um, love and affection because I know that when I put that out towards them that's what they'll send back and it comes back to me in good product um, no, so it kind of works so that's a really important part for you isn't it that the fact that the artisans that you you talk a lot about your artisans and I love how you call them your artisans but that's really important part of it is that where the product comes from is uh, ethical and that you feel good about you feel good about creating a business around the amazing things that they make and your customers feel good about buying into that. So that, I mean, that's how important is that part of the process for you? It's everything for me um, because like I, I say this all the time. I say that happy people make happy things and I think it goes in a full circle um, because when, when the artisans are happy doing the thing they're doing and 
ethical is a big part of it because if, um, I mean, you look at anybody, if it's, even if it's someone, if it's a, somebody in business, that, sure, but also people that are doing jobs, like corporate jobs, if they're being paid well, um, they get enough leave, they have good working conditions, their boss is in a total ass. Um, mm-hmm. I think we, t- we just reflect that in everything else we do as well. We, our weekends are happier and when we walk into work, we're happy and when we don't have Monday blues because mm. you're going into a happy situation. And I think that's, that's a cyclical thing. And it doesn't necessarily evolve around business. And I think that having an ethical business should not be a, a point of marketing anymore. It's just how it should be because oh, yeah. it reflects in everything that comes out of that, that workshop. And uh, even if it's big factories, it'll reflect everything that comes out of that factory. Yeah. Um, and I think if people are being paid well, they get they get um, time off, they get to spend time with their family. Um, They're just going to be happy people. They'll make happy things. And Mm. so it's kind of happiness, but more so it it always leads with kindness because Mm. as somebody um, involving these people in my business, if I'm leading with kindness, so I used to do this even when I used to work for big corporates Mm. and big brands. Um, My first point of contact with Um, a factory, my first question in the first email that I ever used to send once we decided that we're going to work with them was what are your days off and when is your factory shut? (laughs) And I used to plan everything according to that because I knew that those days for them were sacred. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't call them. I love that. That's lovely. And that kind that's, that's kind of you. You had a really successful career. I remember meeting you in the foyer <laughs> of the Osmum um, conference and the awards, and we were talking about your incredible career that you had in fashion before launching your own line. Um, and I, I, I mean, I pulled this straight off your website <clears throat> because it's, I mean it's pretty snazzy. Um, you did design for big brands like Giorgio Armani, Kenneth Cole, Gap, Old Navy, and Leah Ona Edmonston, which I think, like the last one, made me go, oh. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so like we, these kinds of brands have like high turnover and you have serious chops probably from working with them. So things like that, what do you think that you took from those experiences that helped you create a business? And what did you see happening in those kind of big businesses that you realised that you definitely didn't want to replicate when you start, started your own line? The thing that I didn't want to replicate replicate was their lack of kindness. And that's one of the biggest reasons I started what I started. It wasn't that because I come from a design background that I wanted to do something in design. I wanted to, what I, I kind of left, left it open in every single way. It didn't have to be design. It didn't have to be, um, fashion. Um, Oh, really? But it was, it just had to be done differently because it's, it's like my last job, my last full-time job drove me physically sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to, I had to break that cycle. Um, the good thing to learn from these big brands is they do a lot of things to stay and remain sustainable. Mm-hmm. And the good thing to learn from these brands is how they price their product. Um, so I've, I've, taken some of that information and filtered it down to being a small business. Um, 
but not all of it because right. most big brands have 500 plus percent markups, um, which as a small business, I, I don't want to do that. And I don't need to do that because I don't have big storefronts. I don't have big um, rents to pay. And a lot of it is justifiable and some of it isn't. But either mm-hmm. ways, I wanted to take that um, sustainable pricing structure and use it to my advantage. Um, and I think a lot of small businesses price themselves out. Mm. They'll start selling things for $5 and $10 and that's not even paying them their own wage. Mm. Um, it, it sometimes doesn't even cost the, it doesn't even cover the cost of product. And I think that's one thing I learned from working for these bigger brands on a daily basis. Um, yeah. yeah. So you just filtered all that information through the Anu Kindness filter? Yeah. <laughs> trademarked <laughs> kind, made kind it work yeah I love it so I, I found in my industry and I'm assuming that it's similar to the fashion industry or you know the design industry is that sometimes kindness gets a bit of a bad rap um, and I think I've noticed since I've really been watching people build their like their personal brand and their their brand their brand rather than just their business or their service or their their product there are brands personal brands built on the face of the company kind of being a bit of a douche canoe there's this like perception that a kind person is a softy and a pushover and um you know somebody that you know is a little bit fragile while someone who kind of makes fun of other people is a little bit snide a little bit mean is kind of edgy and interesting um and something to work towards being more like and i always say to my ella She's like, you know, why are you making that face in that photo? And I'm like, because I'm edgy. And she's like, no, <laughs> you're not. You're round and you're wholesome. Go with that. I'm so not wholesome, but I love that she thinks I am. It's kind of cute. But you know what I mean? So there's this like, there's this perception that a little bit mean is a, is a little bit edgy. And I think, like, why do you think that sometimes kindness is associated with weakness? Um, I think mostly because people don't understand kindness. They they do associate kindness with being a pushover, but they don't understand that kindness doesn't mean not assertive. Yes. I'm very kind, but I'm very assertive. I know I've noticed I'm that want, about you. <laughs> and I will jump to it. Like if I see something I want, I won't wait for somebody to approach me. Um, I will just just head straight in and I mean, to the, to the point this morning, I sent out a message to um, an ethical sourcing buyer from a really big multi-brand company on LinkedIn. And I was like, well, I could like beat about the bush, but I have an ethical jewelry brand and that's what I do best. And you're an ethical sourcing buyer and that's your jam. So I thought we should connect. And, and I think that when you look at something, you should, you should go for it. And kindness is often associated with um people not knowing what they're doing people yeah, not okay. um people not knowing the direction they're heading in and not having the i mean it's not naivety it's just kindness like you just be polite it doesn't hurt you mm. um to say i mean start start with small things say please and thank you it doesn't have to be big gestures in life um mm. and i think once you once you use pleases and thank yous and you hear that back in return, there's, there's a feel-good feeling to that. I yeah. mean, even in today's date and age where being a douche is, is normal, 
Somebody who says please really stands out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's, just, a, that's a good point. It's just how it is. I mean, you're going to remember the person who said please instead of the person who just, like when you're driving on the street. This is a Sydney thing, though. We, we have terrible drivers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but people will overtake you. And some of, some of the times they won't even like blink their lights or put their hand up to say thank you. They will just drive on. But the person who puts their hand up to just wave out and say, hey, like, thanks for giving me a pass. Mm. That person, you're like, oh, yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah. Like, you're just sitting in your car going about your own way. Yeah. It's not that he wasn't assertive. He probably did the same wrong thing that the other guy did. He knew where he was going, but he did it anyway. Yeah. But he it's, was not, it's not really about the person behind you in the car then, is it? It becomes, no. it becomes about you, the person who's doing it, can keeping your it's not a moral compass but keeping your compass towards like grateful for the good things that happen around you and passing it on a little bit of course so like a of conduit course. for of good course. and i think feels. that the, you're i mean you are absolutely right that kindness is kindness does get a bad rep but kindness is also misunderstood kindness is not being a pushover kindness is you can still be kind and assertive. You can still be kind and know what you want. Mm. Um, you're just approaching things in a nicer way. And I mean, nice gets nice. 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 I found this on, um, I was doing a bit of research for this interview with you. Um, and I found this on psychology today and I, I'd never thought about it this way. So I thought I would <clears throat> bring it into the the potty today so that you can kind of go, yeah, what do you think? So this is um, from uh, a lady called Julia Brewer. She's a clinical psychologist in Florida. Um, and she thinks that the kind slash weak notion um, stems from human development. So she says, a child does not view the world with self as a separate entity. There's no me and then the world. There is only joy and curiosity in what a child sees, feels, smells, tastes, and hears. It's when humans develop that they begin exploring more of the me and like versus the world mindset, which ultimately gives way to anger, protectiveness and defensiveness. Um, she says, we want to protect who we are and what we think, and we can become rude or even curt to others in order to protect ourselves, other people and the things that we care about. Some remain stagnant in their human development as protective and others continue to develop with the realization that they can protect by being kind. And I loved that idea that kindness can be like an evolutionary thing. I know that for me, owning the business and the whole process of having to build a brand and get yourself out there and there's this constant noise and you have to be different, blah, 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 all the stuff has meant <laughs> that I've had to reevaluate a lot of my own like character flaws yeah. um, because I am naturally super competitive, super competitive. Like it is in my bones. I'm pretty sure I sweat competitive nature. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But then the other day somebody said to me, but you like, you welcome other copywriters and you teach them and then you promote the bejeebus out of them. And even if I think that they're more talented than me, I put them up for, you know, I send them referrals and stuff. And that re I kind of, it really stretched in that moment what I understood about myself. I was like, yeah, I don't know how those two things work together. But there is opportunities when you grow a business or you just grow up in your life where you get the chance to be more than you thought that you were. And I think kindness has a part to do with, with that. And that's kind of what you've done too because you, you started in one spot and then you realised that you needed a different life and you created this amazing business but you chose to do it from the get-go even though most of us who start with you know not a lot of capital and we're working in startup 
bootstrapping mode tend to cut corners. You didn't cut any corners. Um, and you talk a lot about approaching your business with kindness and then making it roll over into your life. <laughs> so do you, like, do you think that everybody is capable of doing that? How do you think we do a bit more of that? I think everybody's capable of doing it. I think that um, I think when we start in business, the thing we the thing we the the thing the only thing we start with is knowing that we need to make money and then we just jump into hustle mode mm. um and again hustle isn't a bad thing like if, if i think a lot of words get yeah i love yeah. hustle but um, i also love napping <laughs> i think you can have both just well, not at the same time you take a nap yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think that there's room for everything and i think that um but also that that entire hustle mode can sometimes be like the, this entire headless chicken thing mm. where you don't really know where you're going. Um, you don't really know what your business can do, should do, what do. And it's just, it's, it's always an idea, right? Whether it's products or services, it's always an idea. It's always like you trying to help people to write better copy. It's an idea. And then you, you nurture it and you grow it and eventually you put it out when it's ready or not and you you keep building on it and but i think there are some non-negotiables you should always start with and i think that the businesses that tend to go here and there they don't have these non-negotiables they just start with like yeah i'm just gonna do this like like my dad used to drive like just do the bloody thing like it doesn't matter if you're hurting anybody or yourself, whether your car like, car crashes or it doesn't. But there should be some non-negotiables. It's not really rules. It's more, it's more standing your own ground, and yeah. you have to you have to stand your own ground for you to be able to move and grow. And I mean, if you're floating, you are going to fall. Yeah. <clears throat> See, are you, yeah, you talked about nice before, and that for me, I always think. Um, that there is a real difference between being kind and nice because I think I grew up being very, very nice, yeah. but often to my own detriment. And I think replacing that concept of me as nice, Jabe, like putting nice Jay out to pasture, so she's retired now, <laughs> and bringing in kind Jay means that being kind, as you said before, is about being assertive, but it's also sometimes about being kind to yourself. It's not always about other people. It's about being kind enough to yourself to say, no, I'm not going to put up with that. No, you cannot treat me that way. I am going to remove myself from this situation. Of I'm course. not going to play this I, nasty game with you anymore. So I think we take that entire being an ass thing. With your, <laughs> like a lot of the times you think people are being an ass, like they're just being horrible but a lot of the times they're just standing up for themselves so whether the, whether you like it or not they're just being nicer to themselves they're being kinder to themselves yeah and saying no is yeah, also being kind it's yes. not it's not being rude it's not being like if i if i don't if i can't i mean i've had people approach me to hand over like 100 pieces of jewelry for a women's event at the back of PR and I'm like I'm sorry I can't do it like I'd love to but my business isn't big enough to do this and even if it was I don't think I want to do this yeah absolutely. I don't want to give handouts because that's my that's what's earning me money yeah and so if you ask me for cards with discounts or you ask me for a bigger discount because you're buying 100 pieces I'd be more than happy to do that but for, for anybody to expect that I'm just going to give things away 
I mean, it's not going to happen. You don't go to you don't go to a Coles and Woolworths and walk away without paying for milk, do you? <laughs> you don't go to Coles and say, "Hey, like my daughter really needs milk, but can you just give it to me?" Yeah, and I'll just put out a good word for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll write about that. it on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody does that. Why do you expect? the same thing from a small business and yeah. so- it's really hard to say no at the beginning though I can like when you're starting to build uh, I had a copywriter we, we met on like mind bitches drinking wine and she was like giving away free copy and she was like you know oh. blah, blah. anyway we were having this chat and then she said can I book in for you know one of those free 20 minute chats with you even though I probably won't actually hire you and I was like yeah go on and I just said to her like be Say no, don't do that. I know that it's so tempting at the beginning to give all of, she's just done four years degree in, in, you know, online communications. I'm like, don't give that away. You have to love what you do enough to make it. And other, pe- and other people understand that it is valuable because they have to give over some of their value to it. They have to pay money. Yeah. That's the trade. Yeah. Um, but there always has to be a trade, whether it's, there has to be a trade. Hmm. Absolutely. It, it can't just be one way. I've like, I've, um, when I, in the first six months I had one influence on board and I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I backtracked and I stopped. And I think that's, that's the one thing I know how to do really well. Hmm. If I identify something that isn't working, I will stop completely yeah like I will not say let's try it for another two months and three months and let's try another one and another one and another one. Oh, okay You're I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna go let's stop and then come back to it later and reevaluate what was right what was wrong and how I need to deal with it better mm. and, and it's not about like when and this happens a lot in every every which way I've had um, I've also donated jewelry for for a women's event for the the organizers to wear it during mm-hmm. the event, right. and they promised me professional photos. And I said, "Well, that's a good trade for me because I'm getting professional photos of women in business." Mm-hmm. But they never came back to me with photos, mm-hmm. and I just kept tracking their tails, and nothing happened. Right. Because so sometimes the, the being kind is their day. Yeah. Yeah, and that's right. When they came back to me the next year, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Because you you promised me this in return and you can't treat it like freebies. Yeah. You have like, I mean, it's unprofessional what yeah. you've done. And no, I'm not going to do it again. And I think I'm, that way I have a, I, I'm very, I've, like my first reaction to a lot of things, unless it has to be on my list of things to want. Mm. for me to be able to say yes if that makes any sense yeah no that does but i and like that concept of approaches me sideways i'm like i will sideways. think about it <laughs> or i will just say no because it doesn't sit in my box yeah yeah and if it doesn't sit in my box that's a no and i'm just i'm not trying to be mean i'm just saying no to the things that don't work for me you're and just I, being kind to yourself i'm being kind to myself yeah. i'm being kind to my business Yes, that's not how I want and all to the people it. that work for you. I mean, you've got all these exactly. people that rely on you now. And also, all the people who buy from me, because yeah. eventually, that that sideways stress will it converts in every which way. Hmm. It will convert to my artisans not getting orders on time or not getting paid on time, and like, and I and I've seen so much of that in bigger businesses not paying people on time that I will. I I actually chase my artisans' tails for 
or invoices. Bill like, me. <laughs> you need to be paid. You need to be paid. You need to be paid. <laughs> Lovely. I love the concept of saying um, no as a kindness. I think that's something that all businesswomen can get on board with. They can do it. They yeah. can absolutely do it. There's no, there's no two ways about it. I love it. Good. Okay. So before we finish, what is the one kind thing that you would like to see everybody do today? Give us a bit of a challenge. What should we do? Oh, just approach someone and say something nice and, okay. and be kind. Like say please and say thank you. Yeah. Or say no. Or say no. <laughs> Don't approach someone and say no because that would be weird. Like be kind but be assertive. <laughs> Don't be a pushover. Oh, I love it. Be okay. Kind. So you, Anu, you are such a sparkly jewel. Please tell us what amazing <laughs> things are happening in your life right now. What's going on? Uh, I'm just in the middle of, um, so I'm doing like one, one release every month up until October which is kind of keeping me on my toes. <laughs> That's crackers. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, leading into Christmas, it's, it's the time that everyone wants nice things. And yeah. And we should be shopping now for Christmas, right? So like if, when this, when, obviously this is going to be listened to more than in September, but currently yeah. we're in September as we're recording this. And this is the right time to be shopping. Yeah. Isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You, like, you have enough time to, to look at the things you want. Yeah. And, and go and get them. Be kind to your shopping self. Make yeah. it easy. And also like, you can stagger your money. You don't need to like, you don't need to yeah. max out your credit card in December. In December. <laughs> yeah. Give December a break. Let's be kinder to December. I know. This has been So Crisp and my sparkly guest has been Anu Sahani, an ethical jewellery business owner. Her business, Bedelia, is pioneering a change in how we consume fashion jewellery and gives us access to handmade affordable pieces of luxury created by artisans. Oh, and check out the show notes as there's a code for Bedelia as a gift from Anu, you lucky duck. You may have noticed this is so not a regular nuts and bolts podcast about business. We're looking for crisp new ways to discuss wordy elements. So if you have a suggestion, please drop me a line. May your day be crisper than the sparkle that catches your eye from my favourite Bedelia ring, the sea glam. Go and buy one. You will not regret it. Thank you, Anu. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.